This episode is brought to you by Fireside. Fireside is a podcast hosting and analytics platform created by podcasters for podcasters. Fireside was started by Dan Benjamin, the founder of this network, 5x5, taking everything he's learned since 2009 from making podcasts for a living and turned it into a platform for podcasters everywhere at any level of expertise. Fireside has it all. Unlimited uploads, unlimited downloads, in-depth and powerful download metrics, a super-fast CDN for best download speeds, multiple podcast support, free one-click podcast importing from platforms like Libsyn, Feedpress, Simplecast, and SoundCloud, plus custom domain mapping, complimentary SSL certificates, a beautiful, responsive website with your own artwork and host and guest pages, also tons of advanced features like sponsorship integration, chapter markers, a bookmarklet for links, auto-posting of future episodes, timecode linking, and so, so much more. You can try Fireside for free for seven days, during which time you can import your existing podcast for free while taking advantage of every feature Fireside has to offer. The unlimited plan starts at $19 per month, and there's no commitment or long-term agreements to worry about. Visit fireside.fm today. That's F-I-R-E-S-I-D-E dot F-M today to take the tour and find out more. Enter at the movies in the how did you hear about us section to show your support for this show. Fireside, by podcasters, for podcasters. What happened to you today that you're in such a bad mood? I'm not in a bad mood. I'm in you're, a good mood. You're in a sassy mood. No. There yeah, you are. No. I'm fine. All right. Can I vent to you about something? Okay. What? Okay. So last night. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. I, I watched Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. That's the third one? Second one. That's the second one. Which yeah, one? they're going to make a third, unfortunately. Oh, Jurassic World. I was thinking Jurassic Park. No, no okay. Jurassic... Jurassic... The Fallen Kingdom is the second Chris yeah, Pratt one. Okay, correct. Yes. So me and sometime co-host Dan, we turned out the lights in the, in the house. We you know, got, got some snacks out. Fucking put it on there. Volume up. It is unwatchable. Well, okay, why is it unwatchable? There are 17 plot threads that never quite get tied Ooh. together. Yeah. It is bad. If anyone out there has not seen Fallen Kingdom, and this came out a while ago, it was like off the radar as soon as it was on. It came out, yeah, it came out like a year ago, but they like came and went. Jurassic World was such a big hit, and then this one was. All right, I'm gonna put a big spoiler, so skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear a spoiler for Jurassic uh, World: Fallen Kingdom. There are clones. Okay. Human clones in this movie. Ugh. For no fucking reason. Wasn't. Part of the criticism of Jurassic World is that it made a billion dollars, but it was okay. Right. It was just nostalgia porn. Like it was, and like it was even like they even were like winking into the camera directly with like yeah. the Jake Johnson character like wearing a Jurassic Park t shirt. That's his name I couldn't remember last night because I think him and Oscar Isaacs are the same person. They are very similar. Jake Johnson. I can see it being and like, like they, they could be like brothers in like one of those like movies that they make for like $50,000. Yeah. Those are called indie films, Mason? No, no, no. They're bad movies. Okay. So I feel like Jake Johnson would have made this movie a lot better. But this, yeah, hot garbage. Uh, if you haven't seen it, please don't. That That's just, I just need to get that off my chest. I haven't seen any of the, uh, the only, I only saw Jurassic Park for the first time like two years ago. What the fuck? That was the one that we hosted when we hosted it together. It's the first time I'd actually seen that movie. From what search. the fuck? But dude. that, but that objectively can't be true because I remember seeing Jurassic Park three in a movie theater as part of like a birthday party. Right. 
but like I don't remember any part of it. I, just I remember... saw Jurassic Park in the theaters when I was eight years old, and there will never be a movie monster scarier to me than the T Rex. Yeah, but he ends up being a good guy at the end. Yes, but at the time, fucking terrifying. And now, like, going back to see the same monster in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, completely CGI'd, when in the Jurassic Park, they built the motherfucker, this gigantic animatronic Tyrannosaurus Rex, now yeah. CGI. I'm just not... It just looks like a fucking Marvel villain to me. I don't care. Yeah, but... I mean, it's all. It's always the argument between CGI and practical effects. They should have just effects. kept the dinosaur and, you know, repaired it and made it... Anyway. They should get a real dinosaur. Five years. Science says five years we'll be able to do it. All right, that's enough for bad news. Ready for some good news? Good news. James Gunn is fucking back, bitches! Now, who is he? Fuck you. Oh, the Suicide Squad, suicide squad guy. Correct. He's back. Yes, the, the director of the second Suicide Squad. What I liked about movie. that news is it just like feels like it came out of nowhere because Disney was very much like, absolutely not. This is not happening. I know. I know we hear you. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. And then long pause. All right, fine. He's back. He's back. So uh, they just like dropped it out of nowhere. Hot take. I went back and read those tweets. Uh, not great. Well, the things no. he said were not great. No, they're not. But he was also like... Uh, I've said not a, great stuff right, in my life. It's You've said not great stuff to me. Right. We've said like it's all that stuff. But it was like the same argument people have always had. Part of the problem is also like the people who were spearheading the campaign were monsters so it's like this was just like for disney to not reverse course until now is a bad sign until like they finally were like okay fine you call this out because the dudes leading this campaign are awful awful right-wing nut job people they shouldn't have had it shouldn't have gotten this far it shouldn't have gotten this bad and so right disney made the right decision not just from an artistic standpoint of like it's his movie let him finish the trilogy but like from a good like hey disney you need to be listening to the right people. Don't be listening to garbage people. Right. Uh, you know, not great tweets. You don't agree with anything you say, but I've said much more fucked up shit, you know, like when I was younger and stupid, drunk in a bar or something. So, you know, you learn from your mistakes, you mature, you grow up. He grew up. He got better. Uh, he is working on Suicide Squad 2 right now, which will not be called that. It's called... Uh, Suicide Squatter. It's not called Suicide Squatter. Is it called Bad Boys for Life? Yes. Uh, it's called The Suicide Squad. It's a quote-unquote soft reboot. Yeah. So it's, he's rebooting that universe. It's not quite going to be... If you don't pull that pot filter an inch away from your microphone, I am going to lose my shit. Like this? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like this? Better. Like this? You can put your face up there. You, I don't think you understand how the pot filter works. I don't. The pop filter stops puffs of air from going into the mic when you go puh, puh. So if it's against the microphone, it's Freshly not Freshly really peeled anything. potatoes. Yeah, three more times. Freshly peeled <laughs> potatoes. That's one. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. What's well, this off reboot, but instead of Will Smith is Idris Elba. Correct. Which... As Deadshot. Uh, I'm down for that because I don't think Will Smith was particularly good in that role. I think he's a good actor. I just don't think he's He's a right good actor. Role. He just, he seemed like he was above it. Yeah. Like, and and like he is. <laughs> he, he felt he felt like he was above it, right? And he knew it. Um, but it's also I also like are they aren't they not going to have Margot Robbie either? I don't think she's well. She's going to be in the Birds, Birds of Prey, of Prey so that might not work so out. I don't think she's going to be in sui- the Suicide Squad as the opposed sui- to Suicide Squad. But it's um, also like Guardians Three isn't going to start until sui- the Suicide Squad is done. 
Yeah. Which, so he's like, I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to do my DC contract and I'm going to do it the right way. I'm excited for the project. And then we'll work on, on uh, volume three of uh, Guardians, which I'm, I'm great with. No, that's fine. I mean, yeah, we could take uh, that time. It seems like DC just likes rebooting and putting the before things like they're going to make the next bat move movie is the batman is that still happening i keep thinking it's yeah, not going to actually gonna talk happen. about it later all right uh but that's happening okay uh next piece of news movie passes back bitches <laughs> you gotta quit calling everyone bitches yeah, well you stop back to like one this podcast is over <laughs> okay um all right dan's in all right so movie pass is back with their unlimited plan yeah i saw that so now it's either monthly fifteen or fourteen ninety five a month for unlimited movies once a day, uh, or it's like a hundred and ninety something for the year. Isn't it still though set up where it's like there are certain like blackout movies or like blackout dates? Unclear, but they're back to instead of three movies a week, you get uh, a movie every day. So you can see one a day. You can see one a day. Um, this is like a, a limited time offer. It's going to jump up to nineteen ninety five, an extra five bucks. Uh, by the way, uh, full transparency, I own twenty five shares of MoviePass, which are as of right now valued at one penny a share. So I even that's too much. I'm invested a whole quarter into this company, so maybe I'm a, uh, I'm biased. I, I, I like the model. I think it was good. I think it was just they overpromised too much too soon, and they didn't understand the demand. I saw how much money they lost. They released like their their losses. They're not that bad. Like they lost eighteen million dollars. Yeah, but they've also been around for like eighteen days. So <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, it's a big loss. But like it's yeah, it's a big loss. But it's also kind of like they're it's... they're broke. They're a little cash poor, but they still have equity. I don't know. I'm still I'm I, as much as I want to see. Uh, Every, everything kind of turned into like the subscription uh, model for all the companies. I'm still kind of rooting for MoviePass just because they're the underdogs. I mean, I like the idea of MoviePass. I think it helps the idea of just I want to see a movie. doesn't matter when, what you got for me and schedule it in. I just I don't understand how that's any easier than just if you already are going to the movie all the time, what's to stop you from going to your movie theater and just buying a ticket? Well, is it just the convenience of look? I don't want to look to see if you're sold out or not. <laughs> like if you're going on a Wednesday I afternoon, mean, like that, I, that's part of the downfall of movie passes. You can't pre get your tickets. Yeah, it's like so you, when a tent pole like Endgame comes out, you're gonna have to wait a week to see it. Right. I mean, like there's gonna be stuff available. So you can still see a movie, but the goal is just to see a movie. It doesn't matter which one. Then just go to your favorite Cineplex and just like look around. It's like, and if you've got so much money that all you do is just whatever, I'm just gonna go see a movie every day. You don't need the movie pass. Yeah, I, I guess the idea is instead of spending ten bucks a pop, whatever it is. So if you're seeing a movie a day instead of spending three hundred dollars, you're only spending like fifteen ninety nine a month or whatever. The right. Movie. So I I understand that it saves you some money, but if you're already going that frequently going that often like how much are you actually saving i mean 15 bucks a, a month ain't bad for if you go twice it's already more than paid for itself yeah i guess as far as subscription services though uh alamo draft house announced that their subscription service is going to be live by the end of the year so i'm excited to see that what's yeah. it called season pass season pass i'm excited for that i'll buy one of those <laughs> i won't good. use it but i'll buy it yeah it'll be good it'll be good to have good to support uh, full transparency. Uh, I love the Alamo Draft House. Where? Uh, it's a small theater chain. Oh, oh, okay. oh, it's only in Texas. Don't worry. Oh, okay. They don't have any that's, anywhere else. That's not true. Uh, 
Uh, next piece of news. We've been talking about this since the formation of the podcast. Uh-oh. But the Brady is, Bunch. It is... Oh, my God. Remember when we'd only talk about the Brady Bunch? Uh, uh-huh. It's done. It's closed. Disney-Fox deal is over. That's right. That's right. Fox owns Fantastic Four. Fox owns X-Men. Fox owns Deadpool. I did not know that Fox owned the distribution rights to uh, A New Hope. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, yeah. So, the only Star Wars that Disney didn't own the distribution for was A New Hope. They got that back. They have the rights to the following uh, uh, series. Alien. Mm -hmm. Planet of the Apes. Okay. Die Hard. Predator. Kingsman. Home Alone. Independence Day. Night at the Museum. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. X-Files. And two that hit close to home. They now own fucking Firefly. We could finally see it come back. No, they, we won't. Disney owns the fucking Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. That That's was, absurd. That was the big one. That was the big one I knew about is that now Marge is a Disney princess. Uh, Incorrect. She's not a princess. There's a... If you want to go down a weird rabbit hole, it's like there are specific qualifications that make someone a Disney princess. Yeah. It where sure it's is. like why Moana is not, but like... Uh, there's a, there's a whole bunch like Pocahontas is but Moana is not and it comes down to it's 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 weird but there's a lot that of like weird. it's a it's a brand so <laughs> yeah Disney princess uh I mean is Leia no she's a princess though she's not a Disney princess oh. now she's a fox princess she's a fox <laughs> um so that's a lot. That's a lot of shit. That's a lot of stuff. There's now, a lot of materials. Their streaming service makes more sense to me now. When you add in like every FX, FXX show, everything that they've ever done, every Marvel movie that Fox has ever done. Right. And that's kind of like what, like why they wanted to be different from someone like Hulu or Netflix or things like that, where they're creating original programming, but their original programming is completely like own, no like third party kind of setups. Whereas this, you know, the DC or the Disney service is going to be like, oh, here's all these things you know about, all these like super amazing characters you love and admire. And like, oh, now we're back. Now yeah. you can see it in POG uh, form. I just want to make it really clear to our listeners. Uh, if any of you out there work for Disney, just write up the flagpole if you can. I will suck dick for a Firefly reboot with the original cast or a continuation, anything. Uh, just get Nathan Fillion back in the captain seat. Uh, I'll swallow the gravy, whatever it takes. Just please make this happen. Mason, I'm sure you care a lot about Firefly. I I didn't see it. I the fans didn't. turned me off on it. How? The fans turned into Monty Python fans to me, where it's like, Ooh. you need to calm down for your show that Ooh. lasted a season. That hurts a little. Okay, we're going to switch gears real quick. We're going okay. to do a cut. I yelled at Dan last, last time, because I had to do like three cuts. Oh. He kept pulling the cable out of the microphone. We're going to cut. Let's talk about sex, Mason. Baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and, and the bad, the bad things. things. That may be. There's two stories in the news right now that have to do with uh, fandoms and sex. I'm going to about one. J.K. Rowling. Oh, boy. we've t- I talk, I've talked about this a yeah, lot. Yeah, you love her. I love her. Um, confirms, and I knew this just from context, but confirms Dumbledore and Grindelwald definitely had sex together which wasn't that the running joke of or not maybe the running joke but like when fantastic beast 2 was coming out they looked at the poster everyone just called it like yeah it's dumbledore who fucks yeah that's 100 percent. so now it's confirmed yeah we knew they were they had a relationship but like now she's just like yeah of course they had a sexual relationship duh 
That's all I have to say. Duh. This is part of the whole problem. Like why I long think, I really think the Harry Potter universe needs to be taken away from her. I don't. I, I There's so far not a thing she said that has detracted from the universe or changed it for me. Right. But it's the kind of thing where she built it. She built it. But like you've already turned in the essay. You've already gotten your grade. You can't then go back and say, oh, but I forgot to say this. Oh, by the way, this also happened. It's like, she no, no. built this universe. She's allowed to do whatever she wants with it. Right. But now it's like, okay, but like the books are, then re-release the book. Make a new book and add these details in. When she said she regretted putting Ron and Hermione together, I remember specifically standing up and clapping at my phone because that's something I've always had a problem with uh, in that, that whole series. Ron's a piece of shit. Ron's a piece of shit, yes, but Harry doesn't get Hermione as a prize. I don't I don't think he should be with her either. Right. I just don't think Ron and Hermione should be. I don't think she needs to be with anyone. No, that's true. Now now there is something to be said of like we've spent the last 7 years together doing a lot of like crazy adventures. So like in a Those in are a, formative years. Yes, exactly. Like they hit puberty together. It's like yep. hmm. You know what? I'm strangely attracted to the girl I seem to be risking my life with every day. Yeah. Like, there's there's a reason co-workers hook like, up I have on occasion. To imagine like, there's, at some point, there's just a bunch of weird wet dream situations What going is the on. Hogwarts sex ed class? Uh, I don't know, because I feel like... if I feel like magic fixes everything. So if you get an STD, I feel like you can go to Madame Pomfrey. No, but they, but like they go when they're 11. Right. Sex ed is... They like, don't even teach them math. No, they don't. <laughs> so, no, they don't. So how the fuck are they going to teach them sex ed? But like... No they, touching. That's the sex ed. But, well, I guess I guess I had sex ed class in fifth grade, so I was about 10. So I guess, it, like, first, yeah, year, too, yeah. first year students would have to have a sex ed class, but maybe they just assume going in that you guys already... I don't... Well, wizarding parents should... Uh, yeah, they should let their kids know on their own. That's not that shouldn't be a course. There's right. no there's not even really fez, phys ed. No, there's nothing. There's nothing in there to like. Here's how to read your future in tea leaves. <laughs> now go forth and be stupid. Are they? Are That's they, why you are lost they expected that war. to spend their summers like studying like math and history and science and I like I wouldn't. Well, it's like I mean I like I didn't go to like a trade school, but I wonder if they it's, have history class. Yeah, but they have history of magic. Right. That's the only history that matters. I don't know. I feel like you should kind of know like mate. Well. Like, what are the Weasleys going to gain by knowing anything about the history of Europe? What is the United? What do you just a normal kid learn from knowing about the history of Europe? I, it's still taught it. in class. It's still taught in education system. I don't. Who is the current prime minister of Ireland? Of Ireland? Yeah, Tony Blair. Yeah, I'm done with you. <laughs> All right, that's kind of my point. Like, yeah, yeah. if you don't, if, if it don't use this shit in your normal normal life, you don't need it. Anyway, we're off track. Yes, <laughs> we're talking about wizarding kids. Fuck. Oh shit! I didn't know. <laughs> no. And then um, uh, Transformers, the Transformers series. Wait, what? Yeah, Transformers series. They're making a sequel to the Lost, the Last Night, which I think is stupid. Uh, they specifically said that this one's gonna have to. This one's gonna deal with a relationship between male and female Transformers. Um. Um. Okay. Now, part of it is they specifically said. The Transformers will not be having sex in this movie. They felt the need to put that in the press release. So they're going to pursue relationships and romantic feelings. Right, but they don't actually uh, bang. Well, that's that's fine. There's a lot Which, of... Banging is actually probably the most 
accurate, accurate for, for the cars. For this. Yeah. They're going to rear-end each other. Uh, Someone's going to pop the hood and turn on the headlights. Uh, no, stick stick with rear-end. You're not going to get better than that. Just quit while you're ahead. Stick shift. So, they're, they're, uh, which, you know, they can transform their bodies to anything. So, I have to imagine that Transformers are hermaphroditic. Oh, I don't want to touch this topic. Yeah, like you could make a robot dick or you could make a robot vagina. They can make whatever they want. They're Transformers. They're robots in disguise. I'm keeping quiet until we move on. I don't want to, okay. t- I don't want to touch anyway, this topic. Those are my fucking stories. Last piece of news, uh, the Batman. The uh, Batman. At Flex Al, uh, they're specifically looking to cast someone but 15 to 20 years younger than Ben Affleck which I think it's so weird to say that out loud for them because it's almost like a fuck you Ben Affleck well he's 50 but why say it that way I mean, why not just say the age range you're looking at why would you have to say we want someone 15 to 20 years younger than Ben Affleck because he's 50 but he could probably play 40 I'm not saying so they're looking it's... for somebody who's like I'm saying, why College. would you have to say it that way? Like, well, just the, to fuck him. I, I I mean, yes, it is a fuck him. But, like, they're probably looking for, like, a college kid. We're looking for kid. someone, like, 10 to 15% more attractive than Ben Affleck. We're looking for someone, like, 20 to 30 pounds lighter. Right. It's it's a fuck you is all it is. They don't have to say that. Uh, they specifically said they're not looking for a no-name. Okay, so they want, like, they a... They want an actual famous person to be Batman again. Which... Fine. Fine. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, it will be set, rumor has it, in the 90s, just like Captain Marvel was. Okay. Because 90s nostalgia is the shit right now. I mean, it's almost 30 years ago. And it's going to be a detective story. Which it should be. There should be more yeah, Batman detective stories. There should stories. be more detective story. I agree with you. If, he's, if you're going to call him the world's greatest detective, let's, let's, let's see him gumshoot. How many gum years ago it. did you just say the 90s were? It's going to be 30. 2020, 1990 is 30 years ago. All right. So then, 20, like, all the 90s. I think of it as 20 years ago. Yeah, but if you're 90, 99 is not the 90s. That was the pinnacle of music for me. Fuck yeah, 99. I mean, 1990 will have been 30 years ago next year, or by the time this movie comes out. Guess what I have this week? What do you have this week? I have a fucking interview. Hey! Remember interviews? No. Remember when we used to have those? No, we would just shoot the shit for however long. Close personal friend Thomas Ian Nicholas. Ooh, I know him. Yep, he was Rookie of the Year. He was a kid in King Arthur's Court. He was uh, Kevin Myers in American Pie. Uh, now he's a filmmaker. He's a fucking badass musician. He comes and plays at the music venue that I book all the time. And uh, I blackmailed him with uh, pictures of his penis uh, to what? do what? nothing uh, to do an interview. And it's pretty long. I don't know if we'll cut it into uh, one parts or two. Hopefully just one. But we, we talked to her a long time. I've got to see if there's any fat to trim out there that just isn't on my body. Uh but here's our interview with Thomas Ian Nicholas. All right. Snowball. For the longest time, I thought it was, if I were green, I would die. But that's what not true. What is the lyric of it? Dabu di dabu die. Oh, <laughs> there is no lyric. No, there's no real lyric. It's just, I'm green, or I'm blue, dabu di dabu die. I always thought, if I were green, I would die, but I was wrong. That makes so much more sense, though. Doesn't it? Yeah, I'm something. blue. If I was green, I would die. The whole song's about all the blue shit in his life. He likes being blue. Yeah, and if he was green, he would die. <laughs> Filmmaker, <laughs> rock star, actor, father, husband, my best friend, Thomasy and Nicholas, everyone. 
And I'm here with Keith Ruckus, my best friend in yeah. Austin. Well, I'll take it. Take that, David. Fuck you. <laughs> That's I, I see David in so many other cities, and That's I only get point. to see Keith in Austin. All right, well, hi. We're here at the Highball recording in the karaoke rooms, which, listeners, if you remember, has not happened uh, since the beginning of the podcast because there's all sorts of songs and shit. There's a band playing out there. There's people doing karaoke. There's probably a bunch of background noise, but fuck it. We're having a good time. No, no. Talking about They're movies. only paying attention to us anyway. When Forget I, the background noise. Well, that's right. When I started this podcast, I didn't know what I was doing, so I took one of these condenser mics and put it in the middle of the room. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that'll pick up everything. It's a condenser. That's fine. That's that's uh, that's similar to the uh, interviews I've done, uh, podcast interviews at my booth at Comic-Con where it's loud right. as can be, and they just sit one of these mics down between us, and I'm thinking to myself, this is going to be a it's great sound like sounding shit. interview. Uh, and I learned about pop filters. I learned so much. People would email in and be like, your podcast sucks. We can't hear anything. <laughs> I'd be like, all right. Well, little by little got better each time. Let's talk about movies. Yes, we can. Right, hard hitting questions. Well, one, tell us about the movie that you just made. Uh, Adverse. Um, Adverse. Oh, I have to uh, secretly show you at the end of this podcast. Not during it since you wouldn't see anything anyway. Uh, not a visual un, medium. An unreleased, yes. Podcasts are not visual. Uh, in case you didn't know. Um, no, I, I've got a, a teaser trailer for Adverse that's not been released yet. Awesome. I'm going to show you secretly. Don't tell anyone. I'm not going to. Well, 5,000 people know now. Well, 5,000 people know that when it drops, it's going to be amazing. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I just um, produced a film with Mickey Rourke. Uh-huh. Penelope Ann Miller, Lou Diamond Phillips, Sean Astin, um, Matt Ryan, um, Luke Edwards, Andrew Keegan, Shelley Regner, JT Austin. So no one's in this movie. No one's in the movie. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Sam Levine is in the movie, right? Sam Levine is in the movie. I don't know why I'm so excited that Sam Levine is in the movie, but I'm a big Sam Levine fan. <laughs> Uh, Sam is amazing. We have known each other forever. Right. Uh, and in fact, I did uh, Kevin Pollack's radio show when he was guest hosting. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. He is That's like, a great podcast. He was, he was a massive, massive, like his, his interview was awesome. He was so well researched. He knows more about movies than any person on the planet. I watched him win the, uh, the uh, Schmodown belt. The you Schmodown? Know, yeah, the Schmodown. It's a movie trivia game on oh, yeah, uh, yeah, on Collider. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I competed in it with a teammate, and we actually did okay. Right. We stole a lot of points. Uh, we were the garden hosers. And, uh, <laughs> Sweet. Yes. I had to leave the set at one point um, to, uh, yeah, I was really hungover. Uh, it's right. a pretty funny moment but if you, you watch it. You were going against Sam Levine? No, uh, no, no, no. Sam was in the audience, though. So he okay. came out that day to cheer me on. Got it. Uh, only to, for me to disappoint If I was friend. in a movie, trivia, anything against Sam Levine, I would I would leave. <laughs> I'd say, I don't want to be embarrassed today. Yeah, I think he's since retired Got it. after he won the belt. He was like, yeah. yeah, did it. he did it in the team. He did it in the solo. Uh, but yeah, so I, I wasn't originally going to play in the film. Because Brian A. Metcalf didn't think that I had the character in me uh, for Adverse. Rude. Um, well, he doesn't... I mean, I'm not many people know about like my upbringing um, in Los Angeles in the public school system and some of the friends that I... Right. That I... Uh, that I that I had and, and that I'm still in touch with and reconnected with them to kind of prepare for the role and brought the character into the production room and convinced Brian that I could actually play this guy. Can you tell us the background on the movie and your character? 
Uh, well, the simple log line of the Give film me that. Yeah. is uh, I play a rideshare driver who's a, sort of a reformed criminal. Right. Uh, on probation. So, so most of them. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a right. very true to life. Uh, and I have to infiltrate a dangerous crime syndicate to save my little sister. Damn. Who's played by newcomer Kelly Arjun. So would you say this is a better Taken? Um, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily compare it to Taken because Taken, he was he was uh, he was trained. Um, and that's like an more or less an action flick. This is more like a drama thriller, so it kind of got it. So, gears be, so up a better into, thriller. Uh, it gears up into the action, <laughs> got it. Uh, but it's it's story motivated. Do you get to shoot a gun? Uh, no, my character. Um, I don't want to give too much away. Don't, don't, if you can't say, don't say. Um, it. No, I mean, like a, a little bit of a spoiler alert. You'll find out that my character uh, doesn't. Um, doesn't he has a thing against guns you'll find out why got it. in the movie i got won't it. tell you why so i don't use a gun got it um you can see in the teaser poster that's on my instagram that i'm carrying a tire iron cool and that's your weapon what yeah. we'll say it's my weapon. it sounds a little bit like your batman is what it sounds like <laughs> and i've made the joke in front of an audience of you turning down the role of batman <laughs> <laughs> i'm not batman you're batman all right. Uh, what do we? Is, is it so? It's finished. It's well. We're in the editing phase. We're in post production. Uh, I'm waiting. Actually, uh, when I get back from Austin, I'm supposed to go into the production office uh, to see the first rough cut in the next couple of days. Here, cool. Um, and then you know, I think we we might be. Uh, gearing more towards the the festival circuit, we're we're kind of just feeling it out right now. I mean, we 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 have a target of releasing the theaters at the end of summer, right? Um, but that will just depend on how market goes for us right. and and some of the things that we're working on. Well, fucking a, yeah. All right, when you're watching movies at home, you're at home with the family. What's the situation? What's the snacks at you? What's the lighting like? Uh, currently it's all messed up. Um, I, I, on Labor Day, I had a burst pipe. What? In my kitchen. That sucks. And, uh, four months it took to, that we were displaced in like rental houses and apartments. What it burst hotels. from? Was it cold or? No, just a ba- a bum joint. It was just, Fucking you know, shit. Just, uh, it wasn't like a, like it didn't flood, but it was, you know, water leaking through the wall. That's that mold that's, city. That's, yeah. uh, that's enough. Right. Um, yeah. So currently I haven't actually put my living room and my TV room back together. So the TV room is in the entry room right yeah, now, or right. as we call it, the right. great room. Ooh, so like it's uh, it's a little hard to hear the television right now. Okay. It's, you know, one of those flat screens, the speakers are behind it. Right. There's a lot of reverb sure. in that room. Sure. So we've, uh, yeah, we've been watching a lot of, I don't know. We, we The TV's set up. Right. But the situation is not uh, very pleasant not ideal. right now. No, it's not ideal. And I assume there's a lot Sonos, of Sonos, if you're listening, I could use a Sonos for my flat screen. Yeah, television. let's send some sort of, at least a sound bar. <laughs> something. Yeah, just a sound bar would do it. Yeah, come on. Send something to Thomas here. <laughs> uh, a lot of kids' movies lately because the kids, or do you oh, let yeah. them watch rated R flicks? Or? No, no rated R flicks yet. Although my son is uh, it has just like turned a page, uh, quite literally, okay. into reading. All right. Uh, he's in first grade, so um, as of recent, we kind of steered away from the video games, and he's almost seven and a half, and he's on his like eighth book since uh, Christmas, and he's reading his second three hundred page book. He's reading the uh, 
Wings of Fire series right now okay. about dragons. Cool. So I started reading it as well. But he's not reading George R.R. R. Martin yet? Not, no, no George R.R. <laughs> R. R. Martin yet. <laughs> but That's this one, I mean, step. this is definitely gearing up to it. There's yeah. these dragons. Have you ever? No. no okay. Not so, a lot of young adult being read in my house. Well, Harry Potter, but. Well, I mean, I don't necessarily know that Wings of Fire, does it, I guess it, it targets YA. Okay. But, I mean, it's dragons. They're young, they're young dragons. adult dragons. They're dragonettes. Yeah. They're Ooh. the dragonettes of destiny. <laughs> uh, but there's some pretty graphic like, fighting in there, like All right. slashing and throat slitting. I'm like, cool. Cool. I'm introducing my son to like violence but with dragons. But not a lot of incest, though. No, there's no, it's not, It's. it doesn't go into the uh, dragon incest. <laughs> Got it. Bummer. <laughs> Not for me. All right. Well, so uh, what, what What kind of movies are you watching when you're at home and the kids aren't around? Um, I mean, I'm watching all the dark stuff. That's Fuck like, yeah. that's my, that's my foyer. Uh, that's, that's kind of why not, no, I mean like dark and serious and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a big drama nut. I like the, the boring, you know, good acting dramas. Right. Awesome. Um, I just won, I just watched, uh, the Oscar winner finally green book. Nice. What'd you think? I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was great. Uh, Vigo is, is amazing. Yeah. Black He's, Panther should have won, but you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I keep saying. We had a whole, I had a whole big spiel on this show about that. Like, fuck you, I love Black Panther. <laughs> uh, has your son seen uh, either a kid in King Arthur's Court or yes, Rookie of the Year? Yes. And what does both. he think? Uh, I remember after we showed him a kid in King Arthur's Court first because right. that was a, a more like fun, family right. friendly totally. kind of thing. Yep. Um, you know, not really like adolescence, right? Not a lot of questions to answer. Totally. Um, and he loved it. He wanted like to, you know, we were battling with swords for months Ugh, after that. Fucking a. Uh, and that when I say great. swords, I mean like the poster or the the cardboard um, the tubes, that tubes that are that like you poster know, tubes, poster yeah. tubes, exactly. Or like the shit you get but left I would, over from wrapping paper. Well, yeah, but we would like I would go hardcore on them. I would like cover them in colored construction paper, oh, and yeah. you know, like I actually recently since I got my son got into Legend. To Zelda Ocarina of Time, which Sweet. when are they making a movie about Zelda? <laughs> That's what I want to know. They've already happen. missed the boat. Orlando Bloom's too old now to play Link. Oh, I was going to say to play Zelda, sure. <laughs> to play Zelda, no. He got that hair. No, no. To play Link. To got play it. Link, the hero of time. No, they need an unknown for Link. Fair enough. But I'm saying, so I actually built the Master Sword. That's great. Like the hilt, the whole thing. I'm spending this weekend at the Ren Fair. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to be, it's a Sherwood Forest Fair outside of Austin. They have a castle and I paid money to stay in the castle for the weekend. That's amazing. So I'm going to spend every night just sitting in the throne with a crown on. Cause That's I have a big awesome. ego. I actually just did my first Ren Fair. Where? In Vegas. Vegas. Oh, that's got to be a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. They had like the whole, you know, arena with the jousting. Fuck and yeah, dude. I got to sit with the king. I was dressed as Calvin Fuller of Reseda. Sweet. I actually God, had a, a cool. costume maker make Calvin's outfit. outfit from the end of the film when he's at the joust. The, the white tunic right. with the uh, red dragon on the chest. And It is my, like, as far as life goals and bucket list, number three is to uh, be a king at a renaissance fair. Number one is be a Funko Pop figure. And number two is kill a man with my bare hands. I'm still trying. Wow. <laughs> Nothing. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> you just got all, all sorts of dark and creepy. You know. Um, wait, but you said that you said one and two, and then you and then you added like two is like an equal. 
No, one is Funko. Three is Be the King. Oh, and two. two. I yeah, said, was gonna, I, set, I was, I was I just, going in order of as you listed them, no, 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 no. so I got confused. No. Well, I wasn't king. I was next but to you the, were, I was the, you I was king. You were king adjacent. Jason. Just like in the movie. You were the hand of the king. I was the <laughs> hand of the king. <laughs> That's great. Yes, it was the Game of Thrones, and I almost uh, overtook the throne. I, I, I think he would have let you get away with it. Um, how do you want to you want to kill someone with your bare hands? You said. Yeah, I would like to kill. I'm like a bad guy, not a good guy. Right, right. But like if I like in my what head about I'm, with a tire iron. Oh fuck yeah, with a tire iron. Yeah, like anything like a blunt object that counts. But I don't want to hit someone with a car. That'd be fucking lame. I'm uh, I'm curious. I'm I'm yeah. My uh my my death count in adverse is pretty high. Is it? Fuck yeah. It's pretty high. I'm excited to see it. Um. So we've seen rookie of the year. He's seen like Rookie it? of the Year. Did he loves like it. My, my, uh, my daughter has seen parts of Rookie of the Year. She's turning three next month. Uh, right. and she likes it as well. She, nice. you know, They both recognized that it was me, 12-year-old dad on the screen. They did they, not. They did. That's both when they were on cool. the same age. Like My son saw Rookie of the Year, like a scene from it when he was around my daughter's age. Right. And pointed at the screen and just went, Daddy. That's right. Even did, though do I you was ever 12. tell them that, uh, that Gary Busey is their grandfather? He, well, huh? What? Nothing. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, what about American Pie? When is when? When are you gonna let your son watch American Pie? Uh, that would be never. What do you mean never? He's not watching it with me. Why not? He can he can go sneak and watch it at his friend's house when he's old enough. I'm, and then and then when he goes to talk to me about it, I'll just be mad at him that he watched it. And okay. That's it. That's I'm that's how I'm playing like, out the future in my when mind. When I was in middle school, and the first time I snuck watching like Porky's or something, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this. There's naked girls and booze and drugs, and yeah, yeah. it's gonna be just like that. And that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I I've told this story many a times, but uh, my nephew, uh, my saw American Pie at his friend's house who had an older brother right. when he was ten. And Sweet. then he asked my sister, why did Uncle Thomas pee in the beer? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, yeah, my son's uh, never watching this no. movie. Oh, that is fucking amazing. <laughs> Tell me about working, working with Mickey Rourke. Uh, Mickey Rourke is intense, man. He, if you don't say. He is intense. Wouldn't have guessed it. He, uh, he, he brought a little bit of his character like to the set. Oh yeah, and you went first, method? And and like and like the first couple of days, I was just like, man, are we gonna make it through this movie? And then like third day, he called me into his trailer, and then we just like hung out and told stories. And I realized, oh my god, he's been in character this whole time. So you thought he like that was just his personality? Yeah, because the I mean right. I, I don't want to give too much away about like the character, but the right. character has some you know some massive some gruffness uh, maybe. Well, you know, he's he's the head of a crime syndicate in right. Los Angeles. He's not the, you know, nicest of people and uh he's got his own challenges and and some of those challenges uh affect his physical ability. So it was it was confusing cuz you know, Mickey would get to set and he had like his workout gear. He's still like rocking a six-pack. Right, of course. You know, and and like working out like during downtime between setups. But then we would do a scene and he would like struggle getting in and out of a car. Because it was in character. Wow. So I was I was confused. Like he was so right. he was so good at the the bits that were on screen that you weren't sure if they were really happening. Like no joke. So so he almost went full Daniel Day Lewis, is what you're saying? Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, That's it was crazy. it was intense. Or Jared Leto even. It was it was amazing. And then like I said, on the third day when I saw 
him as right. he really is, right. it all hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, oh my God, he's just been fully immersed. Like, I've been helping this asshole in and out of cars for three days. <laughs> and he is perfectly fine. <laughs> when when you understand, like the I, like I said, I don't want to give too much away about much about away. the performance, but you know, Mickey himself is calling it his best performance in his career. That's pretty. That's fucking his cool. own words. I'm not. You know, I yeah. think he's amazing in it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't stand to reckon against you know his other body of work. Hell yeah! But he is. <laughs> What's on the horizon? Um, there's a lot of things on the horizon. Actually, a yeah. lot of. A lot of really exciting projects that are on the slate for my production company. Fucking A. Um, we've got, uh, but I don't know which one's going to happen next. Right. That's that's like the Russian roulette, you know. That sounds of, awful. You know, that sounds- not Russian roulette, just roulette. That's the roulette yeah, just wheel roulette. of like, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. sorry. I took that. Yeah, You're talking about killing people Ooh. with your bare hands and I'm talking about Russian roulette. It's a Freudian slip. It's the, it's the deadliest game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... It's uh yeah so we we just don't know which one's gonna go next. Um, I mean, there's another one that's really dark. So obviously, this is my foray back into drama, mm-hmm. and one of the ones that we have is I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go Mickey Rourke on it. Oh okay, so you're the lead leader of a crime family. Well, or second in command. Got it. Okay. Against gonna, maybe you, someone like you know Gary Oldman or something like that. Fucking right. Are you gonna get like a, are you gonna go method? Um, Are you gonna bring it home? You gonna boss your kids around like your no, mom? No, I'm not gonna. I'm That'd not gonna bring cool. it home, but but gonna it's gonna be on set a little bit. I've warned the director already. Fuck my, yeah, my dude. business partner. Fuck and he's yeah. kind of already. I could tell you, we might move to a different project because I said that. Nice. That's great. <laughs> but I'm like, like I watched Mickey do it and it worked great. People That's were right. people were legitimately scared of him, and I was nice. too until day three. No more, Mister Nice Guy. That's right. Yeah. When you're watching movies, what's the candy set you? What's your favorite movie candy? Uh, if like, candy, at like no, nah, I mean not really like a candy no. guy. No. All right. So, are you so I mean, if I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I like snacking. I mean, right. I was the guy that. Well, my mom and I would always bring in our own garlic salt to the movie theater. Man, you're not the first person to tell me that. You know, we'd just get the <laughs> fuck oops, yeah. We get the garlic salt right on that popcorn. That is fucking rad. Yeah. I, I've never thought of this. People have been telling me about the fucking garlic. Well, because the butter's too much. You know, right? And you know, you get the greasy fingers, and so, and then the popcorn by itself is too plain. So you need right. that garlic salt. You need that's that. Fucking great. Well, Low- that's the- Lowry's garlic salt. Okay, no, you. But you were sneaking another shit too, when you were um, a kid. At least I snuck in all sorts of shit. I don't know. Is the only reason to ever have cargo pants, fat guy in cargo shorts coming in there, <laughs> a fucking cured ham in my left pocket, a bag full of good and plenties in my right. I don't even like good and plenties. I just wanted to sneak something in. I mean, there would always be, you know, like obviously the just like a water bottle or something, mm-hmm. like a uh, a Dr Pepper and the whatever. But the big thing was the uh, the movie theater hopping. Back in the oh, day. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. You know, go to like pay the local Cineplex yeah. and like pay for one movie and then go see five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every and, Christmas. Until, until you're like with your friends, you're like, are we really going to go see another one? Fuck it's getting it, dark bro. outside. I got to get it. home. Love it. Fuck yeah. I used to do that. Every Christmas, I used to do that. Like, this is my Christmas gift to myself. I'm going to pay for one movie and go watch three of them. And we're back. What? What, what, what is that? I'm eating. Why? Why are you eating? I'm eating a Kit Kat. I don't like this. Do you know what next week is, Mason? What's next week? 
Next week is our all-candy episode. Candy! Of 5 by 5 at the movies. That's right. It happens once a year, every year. This will be the first. I remember from my childhood, spending 5 by 5 with candy every day. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put a candy buffet in where we... Um, where we record and we're going to invite people in the studio. We're going to invite people in to talk about their favorite candies while watching movies. We're going to rank candy from movies. Ooh, candy rankings. Candy ratings. Yeah, I like And it. we're going to eat a lot of Kit Kats because Kit Kats are my favorite Kit candy. Kit Kats are good. Kit Kats are They're my the best. number one. They're Desert one the, Island candy. They're one Kit of the best candies. They're one of the best, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so, so much, Mason Shear, for being here. Yay. Do you have any plugs this week? No. No? Are you going to do anything? With your life that you'd like our listeners to know about? No, absolutely not. All right. Thank none, you so much. None of you much. monsters talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much to Thomas and Nicholas for being our guest. Um, thank you, everyone listening. Uh, please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Find us on Facebook at 5x5 of the Movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5x5 network. Our theme is produced by Dan Richardson. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 of the Movies. Roll credits. Roll credits.